Good morning. Welcome to Zion on this third Sunday in Advent. Glad you could be with us today. Uh, Pastor Ryan is off with his family. They're in Tennessee. They're enjoying a few days of vacation. So before we start into the busy, busy Christmas season. So here I am. All right. I have a few announcements. First of all, from all of us on the worship committee, we want to thank everyone that helped with the decorating. A lot we had a great turnout of people. It went real quick. I think it was only like an hour. It took an hour to do everything was done. Um, we also had a very nice time afterwards over at the Parsonage. Um, we want to ask you to remember the hat and mitten tree down in the lower narthex if you're out finishing up your Christmas shopping. If you could pick up some hats and gloves and mittens for that. Just want to let you know that the worship committee has purchased new luminaries for this year. They're all modern and LED and no lighting candles. But we do have the old ones downstairs, the ones that you put the candle in and fill with water. If you would like some of those or know somebody that could use some of those, they are down there. And the last thing I need a request, just if you would consider, I need two candle lighters for Christmas Eve to light the outside candles and the ones down the aisle. So if you want to help us out with that, either see Jen or me, and we would appreciate it. Are there any other announcements, Amanda? I have some trees from the Arbor Day Foundation. If anybody would like a tree, you can see me after church. There is a Washington Hawthorne, um, two PG hydrangeas, a white flowering dogwood, Norway spruce, and an eastern redbud. So just let me know. Okay, you can get a tree. All right, anyone else? Okay, not hearing any. How about, are there any prayer requests for today? I have been given one already for Charlie Coates. Um, he is in the hospital. Any, any, anyone else? Okay, if not, then let's quiet our hearts and minds as we listen to the prelude.
the congregation please stand in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit Amen Almighty God to whom all hearts are open all desires known and from whom no secrets are hid cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit that we may perfectly love you and worthy to magnify your holy name through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sins in the presence of God and one another. Most merciful God, we confess that we are captive to sin. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us, and for his sake God forgives us all our sins. To those who believe in Jesus Christ, he gives the power to become the children of God and bestows on them the Holy Spirit. Amen. grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. In peace, let us pray to the Lord.
for the peace from above and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace of the whole, of the whole world, for the well-being of the church of God and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. For this holy house, for all who offer their worship and praise, let us pray to the Lord. Help save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord. Let us pray. Stir up the wills of all who look to you, Lord God, and strengthen our faith in your coming, that transformed by grace, we may walk in your way. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from Isaiah. The wilderness and the dry land shall be glad. The desert shall rejoice and blossom. Like the crocus, it shall blossom abundantly and rejoice with joy and singing. 
The glory of Lebanon shall be given to it, the majesty of Carmel and Sharon. They shall see the glory of the Lord, the majesty of our God. Strengthen the weak hands and make firm the feeble knees. Say to those who have a fearful heart, be strong, do not fear. Here is your God. He will come with vengeance, with terrible recompense. He will come and save you. And the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then the lame shall leap like a deer, and the tongue of the speechless sing for joy. For water shall break forth in the wilderness, and streams in the desert. The burning sand shall become a pool, and a thirsty ground springs of water. The haunt of the jackals shall become a swamp. The grass shall become reeds and rushes. A highway shall be there, and it shall be called the Holy Way. The unclean shall not travel on it, but it shall be for God's people. No traveler, not even fools, shall go astray. No lion shall be there, nor shall any ravenous beast come upon it. They shall not be found there. But the redeemed shall walk there, and the ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing. Everlasting joy shall be upon their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. The word of the Lord. We will intone today's psalm. reading from James. Be patient, therefore, beloved, until the coming of the Lord. The farmer waits 
for the precious crop from the earth, being patient with it until it receives the early and the late rains. You also must be patient. Strengthen your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is near. Beloved, do not grumble against one another, so that you may not be judged. See, the judge is standing at the doors. As an example of suffering and patience, beloved, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. The word of the Lord. Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. When John heard in prison what the Messiah was doing, he sent word by his disciples and said to him, Are you the one who is to come, or are we to await for another? And Jesus answered him, Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight. The lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have good news brought to them. And blessed is anyone who takes no offense at me. As they went away, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you go out into the wilderness to look at? A reed shaken by the wind? What then did you go out to see? Someone dressed in soft robes? Look, those who wear soft robes are in royal palaces. What then did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom it was written, See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, and you will prepare your way, who will prepare your way before you. Truly, I tell you, among those born of women, no one has risen higher than John the Baptist, yet the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. The Gospel of the Lord. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm basing my sermon today on the last reading from James. The first words in that reading are, Be patient. We're told to be patient. Be patient until the coming of the Lord. Patience is defined as the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering. One author said, patience is also described as what you have when there are people watching. Or how about the little boy that was observed standing all alone in front of a department store escalator? A sales clerk approached him and asked if he was lost, to which he replied, no, I'm just waiting for my gum to come back. <laughs> he was patient. And, uh. Ask a five-year-old about patience as they gaze longingly at the gifts piled under the Christmas tree 
and they ask their weary parents for the umpteenth time, is it Christmas yet? Ask a woman who is nine months pregnant and approaching her due date about patience. Or the person experiencing kidney failure, waiting for the phone to ring with news of a successful donor match. Author and motivational speaker John Gordon states, we want God to be like FedEx and deliver overnight. But some miracles take time. Things don't happen on our time. They happen in GPT, God's perfect timing. He tells us to keep trusting, praying, hoping, and believing. Waiting is hard for us now, and it was especially hard for early Christians, waiting for the coming of the Lord. Some first-generation believers have become so anxious and eager for Christ's return that they had grown impatient. James used the example of a farmer to demonstrate the patience required of those believers. The farmer waits for the precious crop from the earth, being patient with it until it receives the early and the late rains. Not all gamblers are in Las Vegas. It's a gamble every spring, spring to prepare the ground and purchase seed, fuel, and fertilizer. Will it be a wet spring with a delayed planting season? Will there be drought conditions in the summer? Will a hailstorm or damaging winds destroy the fields? A farmer must wait patiently for his crop to grow and must rely on God to provide the rain they need to be successful. Without the rain, a farmer will not survive. We all depend on God for what we need and all that we have. In the same way, we are to be patient as we wait for the Lord's return. Verse 8 reminds us that the Lord is near. Translation of the word near means close, but not yet arrived. Just as the farmer doesn't know when the rain will come, so we don't know when the Lord will return. Second Peter chapter 3, verse 8 says, With the Lord... One day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years like one day. Exactly when Jesus will return is not the point. What we do know is that he will return because Jesus has promised us that he would. Christ has died, Christ has risen, and Christ will come again. James cautions believers not to grumble or complain against one another. Turning against one another would not help the situation. In Matthew chapter 7, we hear, do not judge so that you may not be judged. Why do you see the speck in your neighbor's eye, but do not notice the log in your, your own? When I hear the word grumble, all I can think of is the grumbler song that we used to sing in Sunday school. The ultimate judge is Christ, and he stands at the do door to each of our hearts. James encouraged the early Christian to use the Old Testament prophets as examples of living faithfully, and that they also experienced suffering and were persecuted, but they didn't give up. James called for a patience marked for perseverance in the face of trials. Today, there are Christians throughout the world who are still experiencing suffering and persecution and need to be remembered in our prayers. The word advent means coming or expectation. The Old Testament points to Jesus as the one who was coming when God's timing was right. Pr 
prophets had long foretold the coming of God's Messiah, the one whom God would, had promised to save us from our sins. Another message of Advent is the one who has come, is coming again. John 14.3 says, And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, so that where I am, there you may be also. In the book, I Love to Live the Story, authors Arden Mean and King Schoenfeld state, the Advent season deals with two comings of Christ, one when Christ was born hundreds of years ago, and one when he comes again in the future to reveal himself as our Savior. But there is a third coming of Christ the Advent season announces. That is when Jesus comes into our hearts and lives right now by his words so that we may believe in him. Martin Luther says, Christ has always been the life and light, even before his birth, from the beginning, and will ever remain so to the end. He shines at all times, in all creatures, in the holy scriptures, through his saints, prophets, and ministers, in his word and works, and he has never ceased to shine. In this season of Advent, the shepherds tend their flocks and keep watch under a dark winter sky, unaware of the events that are about to unfold. Mary ponders her future and that of her unborn child as the time to give birth draws near. Joseph is relying on God and his plans regarding the future. King Herod is safe and secure in his palace. The wise men in the east have not yet observed any portents in the sky. The world awaits God's promised son, the savior, the light of the world. We wait patiently with a sense of joy, anticipation, and wonder. In closing, I want to share some words written by American author and theologian Thomas Merton. The season of Advent means that there is something on the horizon, the like of which we have never seen before. What is possible is not to see it, to miss it, to turn just as it brushes past you, and you're left to grasp what it was that you missed. Like Moses in the cleft of the rock, watching God's back fade in the distance. So stay, sit, linger, tarry, ponder, wait, behold, wonder. For what well, there will be time enough for running, for rushing, for worrying, for pushing. For now, stay, wait. Something is on the horizon. Amen.
Let us stand and confess our faith with the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to death. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father. And he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Let us pray with the whole people of God in Christ Jesus, and for all people according to their needs. God, our Father, guide us to experience the joy of our salvation made possible through the coming of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. Encourage us through your Holy Spirit with the knowledge that Jesus will come again to make all things new. Lord, in your mercy, bring forth a new day for all who are suffering from famine and all who lack clean water. Grant that resources be shared and administered wisely and justly so that their suffering might be eased and their health restored. Lord, in your mercy, Hear our prayer. provide warmth, protection, safety, and friendship to all those who suffer because of the winter weather, especially those who are homeless and those who struggle to heat their homes safely. Sustain all ministries and social services who work to protect those who are vulnerable because of the cold, so that they may continue their works of love. Lord, in your mercy, preserve our nation in justice and honor that we may lead a peaceable life of integrity. Grant wisdom to all who hold office, especially Joseph, our president, and Richard Michael, our governor. Lord, in your mercy, Send laborers into the harvest, pastors, missionaries, teachers, and other servants of the word to declare your law and to proclaim your saving gospel. Lord, in your mercy, help defend and comfort us, all those who suffer, grieve, or face tribulations, especially Steve, Owen, Tana, Phil, Judy, Carol, Brad, Marilyn, Nancy, Rose, Tony, Carolyn, Alan, Joyce, and Charlie. Give them all they need for their well-being and grant them peace from their anxieties. Lord, in your mercy. Our Receive our praise for the faithful lives of the saints who have preceded us in death. With all of your saints, bring us in hope to the day of our resurrection when your Son will forever be our light. Lord, in your mercy. Our all these things and whatever else you see that we need, 
Grant us, dear Father, for the sake of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let's share that peace with one another. Let us pray. Blessed are you, O Lord, our God, maker of all things. Through your goodness, you have blessed us with these gifts. With them, we offer ourselves to your service and dedicate our lives to the care and redemption of all that you have made. For the sake of him who gave himself for us, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Gathered into one by the Holy Spirit, let us pray as our Lord taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless us now and forever. Amen.
Go in peace. Serve the Lord. Thanks be to God.